Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Girl Power Hour. Um, it is Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central, and I am coming to you from Lubbock, Texas. My special guest, as always, every first Wednesday is Elizabeth Harbin, who is coming to you from Plano, Texas. Um, and before I get to Elizabeth, I want to make a few quick announcements, um, and then we'll jump into the the good stuff going on today, because this is always my favorite day of the month. Um, but I, I wanted to let everyone know again, as I announced last week, that I have two very special guests coming up, and I want to make sure that you mark your calendars for these. Valerie Green on January 11th at 3 p.m. Central. She's coming to us. Uh, she's actually a, a relationship counselor, a relationship coach, um, and refers to herself as well as a relationship mentor. And she helps women inspire the men that they partner with to fulfill their deepest needs and desires. So, uh, you know, initially when this came to me, it was a little difficult for me as a feminist to to look into because, of course, I, I, I kept thinking back to the, not to slam Cosmopolitan on the show here, but I kept thinking back to that magazine and every time I walk by it at the grocery store or whatever and I see some ad about how to make your man happy, I think, wow, that's really sexist. But this situation is so much different. It's an empowering opportunity uh, because as women, we deserve, you know, everybody has rights in relationships and we certainly deserve what we want in a relationship. And this is a great opportunity to find out how, as an empowered, successful woman, as a feminist, how you can uh, find those qualities in the person that you're with and help that person um, be able to deliver that to you and, and, of course, be able to do the same for them. So it's a really great opportunity to listen to the information that she has that completely challenged the way I was thinking initially and I uh, found it very useful. So hopefully everyone will tune in and, and hear that. It's a, it's a great opportunity to get some really good information. Uh, one of her big questions has been, you know, um, why is it that successful women seemingly repel love and have a difficult time succeeding in relationships? And, of course, you know, as feminists, we often have that answer. We think we do, but maybe we don't. And so this is an opportunity to find out whether we do or not. Maybe we're wrong about that and, and why exactly that's happening. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Valerie Green, again, January 11th at 3 p.m. Central. And then on February 8th, at 3 p.m. Central, Jamie Lerner, who is the co-author of the book Everloving Essence of You. And she is going to be a really exciting guest, someone that I hope you'll tune in for. She's coming to us from Chicago. Um, she really has a whole lot of great information and really is uh, an empowerment guru and a personal growth guru, someone that I really hope that you'll tune in for. Great information coming to you for the year 2017. And speaking of 2017, we have Elizabeth Harvin today, who's going to be providing us new readings for this new year. And before we got on the show here, she was already giving a little bit of information for me. Thank you for that. <laughs> We'd like to go oh, more into welcome. it. No, nobody's calling right now, so I, I want to go well, more actually, into that. Let me catch everybody up. Okay, no. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, well about you, whenever, so, I mean, uh, seriously. <laughs> Whenever Elizabeth called in, I was, she, you know, we always, how are you? And of course, I uh, gave the honest answer, eh, I'm okay. Uh, not great, but because I've been processing a whole lot uh, the last couple of days. And of course, I let Elizabeth know, and, and you guys that are listening know, if you, if you tuned in last Wednesday, 
you're aware that I was giving you information on how to do um, New Year's Eve ceremonies. We talked about burning bowl ceremonies. We talked about fire ceremonies. We talked about all different kinds of ceremonies that are traditionally done to bring in the new year and let go of the old one. Well, my particular two-hour-long ceremony, um, I'm always aware it's going to be a little rough afterwards because whenever we release stuff, it's not just like, okay, bye-bye, that's gone. There's a process that goes along with releasing anything. Uh, Forgiveness is a process, grief is a process, and releasing is a process. And as such, whenever you ask that something be released and you let it go, it doesn't just fly away into the ether and you never think about it again. What it does is surface. You know, you've just basically allowed spirit to surface the things that still uh, are attached or surround in any emotions that surround that situation. You, you have basically upheaved it, which is a good thing because as you surface it, then it can actually be uh, looked at, healed, and released. So, of course, that's what been happening to me for the last couple of days and I've been pretty emotional about it this is a better day just because I really let myself be very vulnerable yesterday and put it all out there even online and as a writer that's something I often do anyway that's not really so abnormal for me but but I got a lot of great feedback and more importantly a lot of people that were feeling the same thing and have gone through some of the same stuff well Elizabeth being the wise woman she is, is like letting me know that it's not just my grief I'm feeling. So expound upon that because I know there are listeners out there probably feeling a lot of this too. I mean the grief, Mm -hmm. the the emotional part. So talk about that because you had said something happened in your burning bowl ceremony too. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, well, we had our burning bowl ceremony on the 1st. And one of the things that you do is you – you write down the things that, that you're ready to release and let go. But what we, we have to remember, especially now during this important time of our lives, we are, we are releasing for our past lives. We're releasing for the ancients. We're releasing for our ancestors. We're releasing for people that we are connected to. And when that happens, and you do a really, really good job, as Tasha does, uh, well, I was kidding with her. I said, you know, when you release, you release for 5,000 at one time. You don't do just the one. Like <laughs> most people, you take on the tribe and you release for all because it's more efficient that way. But what happens is that you get into this this cycle where you're releasing and you're releasing and you're releasing. The only thing that you need to remember is that you really do need to stop to allow that one process to take place then pick it up at a different day, different time, and then proceed to go to the next level because you don't want to totally wear yourself out because you have to function yeah, in the everyday advice. world. If you do have the, the opportunity to, like Tasha, to be able to release it at one time for a certain length of time, then, then you know, try that and see how that works for you. But all the information I'm getting right now is, People don't understand why they're just crying and upset and um, feeling the way they feel. But it is it is that time that it's that newness and what are we going to do and it's that uncertainty, and a lot of people are very stressed over that and for good reason. So we have to, if you feel the need to cry, please do not hesitate to do that because it is a form of release. It is a detox. It is a defrag. It is getting you more room to allow more things to come up. If we're like, for instance, for Tasha, 
it allowed more stuff to just to, to come up so that she could be more verbal so that she could write more. It allowed her to create a brand new space. Um, writers do this quite often. They, they go and they, they fill a block and then all of a sudden it just springs forth and it's like a geyser and they just write and write and write. And it is just amazing what is put out there, but it's emotional and it's personal but it's also a release. And a lot of times after the, like say a chapter's written, they have to take a break because it was so personal, yeah. so emotional and those kinds of things. So the best thing to do is to feel what you feel, uh, know what you know, and you're the best judge of how far you can take it when you need to stop, uh, when you need to, to have some help. You know, sometimes we do. We just simply need to have some help. Right. And to, to get in touch with your soul groups and stuff. Uh, that's one of the things we're working on right now is getting soul groups together all across the world so that women have a place to go to empower themselves. This this um, guest you're going to have, Valerie, mm-hmm. next week, it's yes. so important that women tune in for this because one of the reasons why as successful women are not at times is because they do not want to outshine their spouse. Mm. It's really undercurrent. I cannot overshadow my spouse. However, Mm -hmm. if you can learn to empower them and it's on an equal basis, there's no reason to hide your authentic self. So be sure and listen to this next Wednesday. It's very, very important that you ask your questions, get your advice from her, because she is is literally one of the best that's out there. And she's doing something a lot of women are not familiar with. And it's like, I can help you. You know, I can can do this with you. We can work on this together. And that's not always an option. It's always me, 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 right. or let me do this, or I can do it better, or you know, whatever. And she's she's asking you to come as a as as a unit to to work yeah. together. But a lot of women are afraid to outshine their spouses. I can't do that. Yeah, and you're right, and I, I know, I, and I think um, that's one thing. Like I said, it was challenging for me when it first because her agent contacted me, and it would, and mm-hmm. let me say, I'm so grateful for that, and and totally honored. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I of course had to read into some things, and again, like it's it's a challenging thing. You know, you hear that, and you're like, wait, what? And that's <laughs> that's part of it too, is that we've kind of shut ourselves off to some communication. It's important to really tune into this and listen. There's so much information here that, and and the the phone lines will be open if you want to call in and get some, you know, have a question, call in and and get some advice from her. It's a great opportunity, so I really do thank you, Elizabeth, for saying that, and I I do hope, listeners, that you will tune in. We do have a caller right now, so I want to jump to that. Um, Caller 4596, did you have a question for Elizabeth? Yes, I'm getting a divorce this month. Hello? Hello? Yes, I can Hi. hear you. Go We're ahead. Here. We're here. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm getting a divorce this month, and I'm wondering what's in the future. Okay. Well, definitely the divorce was needed. Let me put it that way. Um, what I'm getting real quickly, because I know we don't have a lot of time, what I'm getting really quickly is this was this was needed, uh, there's going to be new things coming for you. Uh, different opportunities are going to be able to come to you now with this 
release. And one of the things that I do want to stress is every time you get a, a divorce, make sure that it is an ending as much as possible. Unless it's with children, then you have to take in, in that into consideration. But do not hold on to anything that they've I've given you because what you're trying to do is make a clean break. Um, there's a move coming up for you. Are you wanting to move? Are you wanting to move out of state? No. All my businesses are in Texas. Okay. <clears throat> are you planning on going global? No. Okay, so you're just, just going to keep it right within the where you are? Yes, yes. They're very successful, well, I- so I don't want to move. Okay. I would be thinking along the lines of in the future, this is going to expand, so get ready. Okay, I will. So it's even going to be more successful than what you know. So getting this divorce starting over, this is the absolute perfect time to have this happen from the first um, part of the year because it's 2017. It's going to be a one year, which is all about you. When we are in those situations, it is a brand new beginning. There's wonderful things that are going to happen, but I have to... I have to throw out there that this business, there's movement here. And when there's movement here, there's expansion, there's growth, there's money potential, there's more coming. And I think this this situation that you've been in has kept you from literally just expanding it just unbelievably. So your business is really going to be unbelievably more successful than it is now. But it does feel global, so it means that there's going to a lot of people a lot of places. And there is expansion here. So if you're not moving physically from your location, then your the money, the interest, the prosperity is going to be coming from more more directions than what you even know as of right now. And that's going to oh, be this year. That sounds great. And this is this is perfect for you. Absolutely perfect for you. Um, and there is somebody else out there for you. So this is this is not the this is not the last connection you're going to have. But it is needed. This is needed to get you where you need to be going in your future because this is really all about you from now on, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. You are so welcome, and congratulations. I mean that in the best (laughs) possible way. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Sometimes people aren't aware that when you are connected with someone, it can stop your business. It can stop all kinds of things. And, again, I go back to to what we were talking about with Valerie. I don't want to be more successful than my spouse. And it can be reversed. You know, it it can literally be reversed, especially if you have same-sex relationships. One doesn't want to go in advance from the other one. But we have to remember women are coming together in droves because we're, we're... we're banding together. Our tribes are coming together. And this individual who's who's brave enough to, this is it, we're done, I'm going forward. She's only mm-hmm. going to create more prosperity coming to her because this negative stuff that's been holding her back, well, it's just going to, it's just literally going to go by the wayside. It's going to be a real oh, successful yeah. time for her. This is exciting. Yeah. It's kind and of how awesome like, ugh. <laughs> that's the thing is like you know uh when somebody is like you said brave enough and courageous enough to say no no more i'm done because mm-hmm. they can feel yeah. it they can feel that something's holding them back and then when you say that it's like you're saying to the universe i value me i deserve better 
I'm ready. You know, bring me the good stuff. That's what you've just said to the universe. By making that decision, you've made it very clear that you are ready to, to let the good stuff come. You don't want any more of the old stuff. You don't want any more negative. You don't want to be held back anymore. You're ready to, you know, live your purpose, your soul mission. And, and that's when it all right. begins to rain down. That's a beautiful time. And like you were experiencing this past week, you had the emotional uh, components. You were releasing all this mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I know from a, let's say from a metaphysical point of view, what that means. It's because there's so much more that's going to be coming for you, to you, and about you that you have to go through this so that you can create space for this to come in. And remember, once you go through these kinds of things and you have those real intense emotional reactions, let's just say it's a reaction and you know it's release. One of the things I would really like for you to do, and especially you, Tasha, is to go to yourself, to your to your aura, to your space, and say, I fill it with the white light of the Christ, or I fill it with gold, I fill it with silver, blue, whatever color means importance to you, because you want to fill that space up with something that's of a powerful, loving nature. Because right. the universe does not... You know, it, it abhorbs a void. It will fill it up. And let's fill this up with something that's of a positive nature. My God, you've gone through all this stuff. You've gotten rid of all this stuff. Let's let's put in yeah. a, a color. Let's put in a feel, a song, something that every time you go back to that space, you go, oh, my God, it just feels so good. I'm so glad I have this space so that you can defrag. Yeah, that's beautiful I love that. About a lot of things that happen, well, I do a lot of timeline therapy, and one of the things that we do is we extend your timeline, and we brighten up the timeline, and we, we put gifts out there for you to, to it's a goal, and you, you reach that gift. But when you're releasing things, and you have to be aware of what you're releasing, then you have the opportunity to fill that void with what you choose to fill it up. Fill it up with love, fill it up with laughter, uh, children's mm-hmm. um, ideas, thoughts, creativity, uh, your your new job. Fill it up with something that you're you're looking forward to so that when you tap back into that space, it's like, oh, wow, you know, that is just, it's it's healed. I'm so glad. And then you can go on to something else. Wow. So I love that. Really and I love cry, that you... Every time I'm you have sorry, a really I just, good cry, I, I love that. <laughs> we're going to keep Fill it up <laughs> because there's a <laughs> listeners don't understand. There's a lapse in our, whenever we talk, it's like what, what we say is heard by the other person, like just a few seconds later. So it's interesting how we always interrupt each other and keep trying to not interrupt. Anyway, what I was going to say is that I love <laughs> that you refer to gold as gifts. Like when they're on your timeline, it's like you reach a gift. That is a beautiful yeah. way to see that. I've never, ever, yeah. ever heard that before. I love that. What a great way to I, – I used to work with adolescents. That was my – I did group counseling, and, and my favorite group to work with was adolescents. And so I mm-hmm. always uh, – you know, we always talked about short-term goals and long-term goals, and you know, when we were getting into life skills stuff. And I love that, that just the idea of seeing it as a gift, because that's what it is. It's a gift for you. Because I think the word it goal, is. you know, just kind of mm-hmm. makes you think, oh, that's something society wants me to do. But if it's, if you look at it as a gift, it's not about anybody but you, because it's what you yeah. want, you know, what you end up giving to yourself. I love that so much. You just always make well, so a, much wisdom. A goal is work. You know, it's, it's right. a 
it is corporate. And those of us who who have had corporate and finally got out of corporate, we we hear goals sometimes and go, oh, you know that. W- okay, what yeah. is your monthly goal? And you have to do this goal, and don't forget your goal is, and be sure and sell them everything they don't need because we need this goal met. Blah blah. And so the word has a tendency. It is a four-letter word, so it is a. T- there's a tendency yeah. there to go. Oh my God! There's another goal I've got to reach. However. Changing your thought about things, that's my job, to get you to think of things in a different way, to look at your life and go, this is a gift. I've been given it this gift. What am I going to do with my gifts? And reading for people, that's a gift. Or working with a group of people, that's a gift. Because you're you're mm-hmm. sharing your gift with someone else and saying, here, here's part of my gift. I'm going to share it with you. And you can accept it or not, so there's no attachment that will we'll work together, you know, or not, and that's okay. But we're wanting to look at women as gifts to the universe because we are, and we're not right. um, looked upon as that. And it's time we changed our attitude. It's time we changed the way we look at ourselves, and we are mm-hmm. gifts. To the and we're gifts to other women. We're gifts to men. We're gifts to our children. Mm-hmm. We're gifts to our jobs. Right. But of course, that is just my opinion. And I stand. No, that is fact. <laughs> That's. <laughs> that is fact. We're and just gonna make it. We're, we're just gonna that, make it real. Yeah. <laughs> it's in. It's in the book. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, uh, you know, one thing that I, I've talked about before, uh, I had Skylar Liberty Rose on. She does tea time uh, with me once a month and on the show. And, and we were talking about, you know, the fact that any any group of people, any population of people, any people that have been oppressed are oppressed for a reason because they they carry with them a gift, a power, uh, we all have gifts and powers, all of us do. We're super beings. We all have superpowers, all of us do. And that's why as a people, as a race, we've been oppressed, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really, honestly, mm-hmm. to a degree. Uh, Seriously. We, we all have been because even even the white, straight, Protestant male has been, without their knowing it, because they, it, they think that they're not oppressed because they're able to, you know, grasp all the worldly materialistic goods, but with regard to real power, like superpower, they have been oppressed. We all have been. Yes. And mm-hmm. told that That's we true. don't have these gifts that we have. We've been told that they don't exist, told that it's, it's you know, cuckoo thinking to think that you have these gifts and, and told that they don't, it's not something that we should ever believe and that it goes against our religion to believe it and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. So many ways to oppress and control us. And as women, we've certainly been oppressed because we are, by all means, we we bring life into this world. You know, I mean, that's, right. that's just stop and think about that for a minute. That's like the most powerful thing. I mean, we are we are the vessel that brings spirit into human form. That's, I mean, phenomenal. It gives you chills to think about that. So, of course. Well, afraid. seriously, it it goes back to the to the beginning of time, where. There were a lot of things that women were known for that have been either removed or hidden or deleted. 
Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, incidences in the Bible that have been changed. There's a lot of different yeah. formats that have been changed. There's, the, I mean, we can go on and on and on with that. And mm-hmm. what I'm getting from the, let's say the the information that's coming to me. Let me put it that way, is that it is now's the time to to get ready for not just standing up for ourselves but coming together as a community. And it isn't just peace and love and kumbaya and those kinds of things. We're talking about finding extremely intelligent women that we need to put in government, uh, different uh, modalities, uh, different workforce women, more CEOs, um, taking over, being in charge of things, uh, teaching us. As, as women, mm-hmm. better ways of doing things. And the time is now. It, it's coming. It's not when. It is here. And um, we have to look at different people as teachers. And in certain cases, we're having to look at it really harshly and say, that is a teacher, that, that individual right there, that's a teacher for us. We have to remember that. And thank you for being the teacher. We've learned our lesson. Let's go forward. There's going to be a lot of things happening for 2017. If I'm not mistaken, there's going to be four Mercury and Retros this year, and it's fire. It oh, is geez. a fire time. That's anger. That's that's burning out things. That's the burning bowl situation. Um, I've decided to do the burning bowl once a month because why wait? Why let it build up? Let's well, take a, the end of the month yeah. and get rid of the, you know, let's just get rid of this garbage and let that go and fill it up with new things. So, Great idea. The, the the cheer the the year of the rooster is coming in. It's a fire rooster. A rooster says, "Look at me. This is what we're going to do." Uh, but it's also it, it can also be very cocky. So we're going to have to watch out for those energies as well. So there's a lot coming. We're getting close to the end of Mercury retro, January eighth. Thank you, God. We're almost finished. There were <laughs> unbelievable communication problems. Um, I had a client get in touch with me. And this client said, but I need your address, which I thought was interesting, but I gave it to her anyway. And so sure enough, she she meets me at the office, and she just stands there and looks at me, and she said, you're not going to believe this. But, of course, she would. But I thought you were another Elizabeth, and I was supposed to be meeting her, and I didn't realize I was meeting you until I got closer to the address. But since I'm here, can I get a New Year's reading? And it was like, well, okay, that was a gift. Thank you, Mercury. I appreciate that. So... <laughs> you you have to just kind of roll with it and go, well, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate that from all the miscommunications that have been happening. So you we're going to have to learn to be more flexible. We have definitely got to be more flexible. If, plain, uh, change, if uh, plans ch- change plans, <laughs> if plans change, so, I mean, you know, if plans change, then we have to be more flexible with what's going to be happening in in our future. Serious stuff is coming. Yeah. It, it's not a joke. We're not we're not making light of this. Serious serious stuff is coming, and we have to be more um, not just metaphysical, but we also have to be more holistic. Holistic thoughts, ideas, mm-hmm. um, medicines, uh, how we treat ourselves. Those things are coming into play as well, and we have to be we have to be more aware. Crystals are going to yeah. be more powerful. They're going to be different energies, different amount of of uh, megahertz coming from these these wonderful gifts. 
Yeah, so I, I have to jump in and say this really quickly. Well, two things. Interestingly, the crystal idea, you know, we've discussed this before, and we discussed it even mm-hmm. the last time you were on for readings, but we also have discussed it personally. And I don't know if you're aware of this, and I'm sure some listeners out there are, but in the last year or so, uh, crystals have become really, um, I guess, popular in interior decor and design. Mm-hmm. So when I go to like TJ Maxx or Home Goods, that's where I've been finding, other than Tumbleweed Botanicals, which I'm going to go ahead and plug them because they're here locally. And if anyone listening lives locally in Lubbock, you should definitely hit that place up because you can get everything that you need there. Um, sage and Palo Santo and crystals and, and all kinds of botanicals that Sue Gorberryman makes herself. She's amazing. So anyway, certainly check that place out. But whenever I'm, you know, I go to Home Goods for whatever reason, TJ Maxx for whatever reason, and I stumble upon these huge crystals. I mean, like we're talking amethyst and quartz crystal, and I've had, um, I've gotten some calcite, like blue calcite there and um, onyx and all sorts of stuff. And, and I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Well, then, I guess a couple of days ago, I went in, uh, they were having sales on candles, and God knows I love candles. So I was going to check out their candle selection, and lo and behold, there are like four big packages of sage. And now this is interesting to me because I have never seen this kind of stuff in like, you know, just mainstream kind of mm-hmm. living. Absolutely. So uh, to walk into Home Goods and see sage and crystals and all this stuff it's like wow how cool is this i mean like whoever decided to interject that into the interior decor and design world thank you because you've done humanity a great favor and people don't even realize it you know they're taking this stuff into their home because it looks pretty but they don't realize in my opinion and as we discussed and the reason i have this opinion is because you discussed it with me being charged it's being programmed and it's helping people and people don't even know it you know and how wonderful yeah. is that so i love well, it. we experienced that in october or september and i had never been to home goods before and someone said oh you've got to go you're not going to believe the stuff that's there and go, well okay this got halloween stuff i'll be happy so we go <laughs> and there are these unbelievable amethyst crystals. They're huge, huge, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're not expensive. So we followed this guy. This guy was picking up all this stuff and looking at it and putting it down and going back and then filling this card. And so we just, you know, kind of started a conversation, and he said, these people really don't know what they have. So we're going, yeah. how did this happen? He said, I don't know, but we're not saying anything. Let them bring more. Let them bring more. <laughs> so I got a huge crystal that had literally been put on a black metal pedestal that we keep in the mm-hmm. office because it has mm-hmm. such magnificent points on it that it's like a generator. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Oh, wow. So... That sage that you're getting, that um, um, mm-hmm. the crystals, all of those different things that are there, they're huge, but they are genuine too. They're not fake. They're the real deal. And right. that's what surprised yeah. this guy was he said, this stuff is real. I mean, this stuff was from Brazil, yeah. and this was from Colombia, yeah. and this, you could tell, was from uh, Madagascar. And it was like, mm-hmm. wow, okay. Unless he was just a plan, and I don't think he was. I mean, he... He seemed to be someone who knew his crystals extremely well. And I I know enough to go, eh, you know, 
not so much. Or, yeah, that's for real. But we did. We yeah. had some crystals and put them in the office, and <clears throat> that's what you do, especially citrine. Especially if you're starting a new business, keep citrine in your wealth corner because that, that's a – it's just like uh, that's the number one stone I would get. If we're going to get a stone for business, citrine would be number one. Mm-hmm. Jade would be number two to go with that. But a quartz crystal is like adding gasoline to a fire. It just magnifies the energy that's already there. And remember, mm-hmm. the universe does not speak English. It speaks vibration. And a lot of people get that confused. Mm. We, we're we not speaking English to the universe. We are speaking vibration to the universe. So your internal vibration is what is sending out those signals to all of these other different people, to all of these different things that you're choosing to have to come to you. So that vibration reaches that gift. That gift has to come to you because it's the same vibration. People that you match the same vibration, you go, how did that happen? Well, the universe said, okay, you know what, this this needs to go over here because that's the same vibration. It's like sorting the hat. We're putting people in different places. Key element here, we have to remember, we're not speaking English to the universe. We're speaking vibration, and it's raising that vibration that is causing the phenomena that's happening right now. More and more people with their third eye, that third eye's awakening. And it's like, oh, wow, what am I going to do now? And it's like, well, then we need to talk about let's develop it. Let's turn it into something that's going to be useful. And I know I've been on a soapbox about this for the last several times we've been on the air, but I just feel like it's really important that you need to get that intuition in check. Because we need to know if it's safe to go down this street or not. I'm telling you, people, there are more and more documented cases of people who were going to go to some of those nightclubs that did not. They did not go because something told them not to. And we need to be aware of where we're going. We're still functioning as a, as a, as a society. We have to do that. And I don't want all of us to stay at home because we're, we're, we're getting to that point where we're being separated as it is. We have to mingle with other people because of the energies. But we need to know where we're going. We need to know if it's safe or if it's not. And your intuition, it is going to tell you, yes, we can do this or no, we cannot. And it isn't just the fear factor. It is literally tapping into those, those places. And you'll know. Right. But you have to develop it. It is a muscle. It is something that has to be used every day. Every day it has to be used. And I'll get off the soapbox now, but it's just it's just no. so important that people be aware of there's so many different tools that you can use to to work with to help you get a better life and you do not have to struggle with with this. Agreed. And and I love that. And I want to come back to We have another, we have a caller that just called in. I want to grab this caller really quickly. Uh, caller 3566, did you have a question for Elizabeth? Did. I actually had seen Elizabeth for hypnosis about a year ago, and she was fabulous. But anyways, I was just wondering if she saw any more babies in my future this year or next. Okay. Um Sounds like an airplane coming across. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting outside. 
it's almost like a message, isn't it? An airplane shows it up is a to message. deliver this message. I mean, it's like a message from above. Um, it sure feels like it. It sure feels like it. There, yeah. there's a there's a little one running around here. So that that's I'm gonna have to I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stick with what I'm hearing and what I'm feeling and I'm seeing and feeling something and it feels like a little one. So I'm gonna have to say yes. Well, great. That's excellent. I just see one though. I don't see. I'm not seeing you know down the future. I'm just seeing one, and it's kind of. Augusty kind of. Okay. But so there is there is next year. I do yeah. I do see I do see another one, yeah. I do. Well good. Thank you so it. much. All and right. if you need if you need assistance, don't hesitate to give me a call. Well obviously you've got my number because we've done hypnosis before. You have and it worked. It worked the next month. So that was great. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, you told me there was wow. a little girl running around and there she is. She's here. She was born in July, so Okay, great. well she's gonna Aww. she's gonna have a brother. She's gonna have a little brother. Well good. My this husband feels like really a boy. happy to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. This feels like a boy. This feels like dad. Oh, this is like make a, making a piece for dad or whatever, you know? Well, well like good. A, He'll be like very happy. Well, if you need any help, Aww, don't you know? Don't hesitate to give me give me a call. I definitely will. Thank you so much. Okay, and thank yeah, you. Thanks for calling, and congratulations on your bye daughter. Bye. That's wonderful. Thank you. Bye bye. Wow. <laughs> well, how cool we're talking about hypnosis. One of the things that um, I discovered through working um, in this hypnosis practice. And there were several people that all of a sudden just showed up. And, I, you know, you have to wonder, why are you here and what's going on and what do I need to do as a practitioner to help other people? And one of the things, mm-hmm. we, you know, you discuss this when you're talking about, you know, when, I, you, when you talk to a group, Tasha, your, your, mm-hmm. your goal is to get to as many people as possible, but you're wanting to get inside. You're wanting to turn that right. key and open up that door just to crack, just to let your that one little thought to get in, just so that they would either change their mind, at least agree to think of something different, right? Right. So right. here we yeah. have these women that have been told for a gazillion years, don't you dare get pregnant. Don't you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. You beware. Don't you get pregnant. Well, what mm-hmm. do you think your body's going to do? In some cases, yeah. it's going to say, well, I can't get pregnant. You told me not to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. You told me not to. I'm, I'm honoring what you told me. So what I do is I go to that place where that unconscious thought has done its job, and it is fabulous, and we appreciate it, and thank you so much for doing your job. And we talk to it when we get it into agreement. So that the body will understand that it is okay to be pregnant at this time. At this time. It wow. really is okay. So that your body will not reject this because from, well, you know, now they're talking to kids like five and six years old about being pregnant, which is just hideous to me and the idea that we'd even have to do that. But 
you're having to tell right. children, teenagers, you cannot be pregnant because, first of all, you're not you're not mature enough to have this responsibility, and blah, you know we're going forward. But then you have women who are waiting until their 30s, 35, 40, sometimes 50 to right. have a child, and you've told Can that body for 40 years, absolutely, you cannot be pregnant. Mm-hmm then it's going to take a little bit longer to get to that, you know, that part of you, that unconscious part of you that says, okay, let's let's talk about this. And sometimes, apparently, in some cases, I had no idea that it happened that fast for her. But she apparently, she did the work. She took that thought and said, you know what, my God, I'm having this baby. <laughs> We're going to work on this. And um, yeah. that was a situation that, you know, it, it took it, it it really took but she did the work you know you have to do yeah. the work afterwards and how yeah, exciting is that? that yeah that's super exciting and i love that you say that about doing the work that's something that i was going to say earlier when we were i was telling you about the stones that i found at home goods and then mm-hmm. we went off on that and i tell you like again i think that's really cool whoever introduced that thank you because that is I don't think people realize, again, I mean, everything I've seen come from these places has been genuine. I mean, we're talking like you yeah. said, it on the, it, it lets you know where it's from, where it was mined. Um, yeah. There's even been some that come with like stickers that let you know the specific mine it came out of. So uh, mm-hmm. they're all genuine. And, and the fact that we've talked about in the past how these crystals are being reprogrammed without our knowledge by spirit that's pretty intense stuff that those are being, you know, planted basically in people's homes as just decorations, but then they have such power and people don't realize mm-hmm. that. It's a beautiful thing. But on top of that, speaking of doing the work, um, I invited someone into my ceremony who's never, that this person has always done partial, uh, like the part where you write the things down you want to let go of and, the right things down that you want to bring in that part Mm -hmm. he's done with me before but he's never done the full-fledged two-hour cleansing clearing thing Mm -hmm. never done that and he did it this time and the next day woke up and uh, I don't laugh but I do because like he called me and he told me that he was feeling horrible and he thought he had the flu and I said no you don't have the flu and he was like, yes, right. I do. I, I mean, I am sick. No. And I was like, nope, mm-hmm. you are not. Yep. You have been That's detoxed. Right. <laughs> and you That's have right. been cleared, and everything has been pulled out, and now you feel like this. But it'll, you're going to feel so much better in a couple of days if you do the mm-hmm. work. Like, don't just sit there and put a whole bunch of gunk in your body trying to suppress the symptoms. Like, do some holistic work and, you know, make make sure the food that you put in your body matches the chakras mm-hmm. you're trying to clear and, you know, sure. make sure that you keep continue to think about the things that you were letting go of, like, so that you clear them out and you continue to move that stuff out and think about the things you wanted to bring in. And, you know, sure enough, like we did, he ate some soup that he made with all the different things that would be helpful, even though I think he was rolling mm-hmm. his eyes the whole time I was telling him what to do. But... <laughs> He did it, and sure enough, the next day, you know, he felt better. And he's still not real, you know, it's kind of hard for people that haven't really gotten into that yet just to truly take it all in. But, I mean, he couldn't deny the Mm -hmm. fact that one day he felt like he had the flu, and the next day, because he'd done the work, he felt better, you know. And it was like, yeah, because (laughs) that's how energy works. That's what it does. That's true. You know, and that's just like this clearing stuff. We feel it. 
and it and it depends on where it affected him too, you know. Right. If it were like with a lot of sinus issues, <clears throat> I've had mm-hmm. a lot of sinus issues here in the last two months. And of course, if it's sinus, if it's sinus, usually as a rule, that's going to be unshed tears or you needing to release and those kinds of things. And sometimes it can manifest itself into diarrhea, so you have to be really careful with that. And it's your languaging. Mm-hmm. What do you say when you get rid of stuff? You know, that's a bunch of crap. Well, yeah. guess what? Right. It really will be. <laughs> so you have to be careful how it. you say yeah. things. Your body's listening. It listens to you all the time, and it listens to what we say. And it takes mm-hmm. things personally because, and it doesn't understand that there's anybody else out there in the universe. All it knows is you. That's all that body knows. So when you get mad and angry at somebody else, it's really only getting mad and angry at you because it does not recognize that you're getting angry at something that should not make you angry in the first place because you shouldn't have an attachment to that. So we Mm -hmm. have to, now that more and more people are aware of computers, more and more people are aware of defrag, they have a better understanding of what we're talking about when we say it's time to detox or defrag so that you'll have more room to accept the the things that will be more useful to you. And that's that's hard for a lot of people. Change is hard in some cases for people. I try to embrace it. I don't do a good job at times. It depends on the situation. And I can fight it. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, oh, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going to do that. And it's my own my own struggle. You know, it's my own. I have mm-hmm. to, I have to go through that to to get to that place. You, you know, you have your way of dealing with things, how you embrace things quickly, and and in some cases not. Um, I have several friends that can just embrace it really quickly, and that's it, and we're done, and they're on to the next thing. But they process fast, and don't let that right. be a deterrent. If you if you process fast and it works for you, oh gee, do it. If it's a struggle, mm-hmm. take it in, in stages. Don't try and do all of it at one. Don't don't do the Tasha and five thousand at one one time. Do one <laughs> and that's it and then, you know, go to the next because you maybe their tribe isn't as large. You know, now we know your tribe is right. large. We we discussed that. And we know that it goes back to, to several several uh lifetimes. So and there's a lot that you're processing for other people. It isn't just you. You're you're very serious about your ancestors and how <clears throat> things are coming around for them. So it depends on yeah. the ancestors. And one of the things I think would be really interesting, we all should do this, I think, is to find out who our ancestors are. Wouldn't yeah. it be, you know, these That's people really who were idea. finding out that, oh, my God, there is some Native American in them, or, oh, my goodness, they mm-hmm. actually have African American in them, and they have been mm-hmm. just hugely rude and bigoted and suppressive and all of this information, I think it would be beneficial to all of us to find out that we're we're connected more than people know. Right. The people that we have no idea we're connected to. Yeah. But again, that's just... I think that's... I think I think that's probably part of that returning to the tribe thing that you've been discussing mm-hmm. with us because that's I mean how else do we do it is to really find out you know just how many people we are connected to just how big our tribe is 
And, you know, the thing of it is, is that when they first started saying that to me, you, it's time to return to the tribe, I was just adamant about, well, oh, my God, do you know how many tribes there are and how do people sort it out and making it really a big deal just for no reason. But in my mm-hmm. mind, it was a responsibility. And then, you know, after going through this for several years, then to get the message, well, what we're talking about is the, the human tribe. We're talking about people coming right. back to the human tribe. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that that was the clincher. That was it right there. And there are a lot of people that are walking around um, on the earth or floating around on the earth that are looking for ways to get home. Uh, We've discovered that is another issue. There are people who it's time for them to go on. It's time for them to get to that white light, and literally, it's it. Let's go. It's time for you to get going. I had a client okay, del- just this del- past del- week. Delve into that a little bit. Delve into that a little bit because what what do you mean by that when you say that there are people one floating around? Because that hits me for some reason. So it's something we need to chat chat about. What what do you mean by that? Well, there was a we when we did our um, our Halloween seance. We had a, mm-hmm. I'm going to just say, client come in, and all of a sudden, there were several of us who got a hit. Like, oh, gee, there's there's someone next to this girl, and it feels like someone who's a student, but there's there's hurt, and there's anger, and there's fear, and the person that was there with us said, oh, my God, I can't believe you're talking about this. There was an accident that happened way back in 1960 or 70. Uh, This person uh, hit us. She was a student. Um, She died. She got thrown out of the car. It was terrible, blah, blah. And what we realized was that this individual had stayed, this person that was killed stayed with this person that's in our room but watched over her watched over her for her her younger life and stayed with her and just kind of helped to guide her and uh, protect her because I, and I'm not sure why, but she just did. And when she came to our um, Halloween thing, it was time for this, this individual to go on. And so she went through the portal and that was it. And you could feel wow. this this person leave her to go on to do other things, to become another teacher and experience whatever it is that she needed to experience. And sometimes when some people come to me, that's what happens is, you know, I'll say, well, there's a male figure here and we have to kind of sort it through because they could be a lot like their dad or their brother or their boyfriend or there's two men here. Well, no, I'm only dating one. Well, there's two men here. So we've got to figure out, is this someone from your past or is this someone that you, you've just recently left? And this kid had attached himself to this this female that was in my office. He had been bullied. And this was like, you know, 20 years ago. He had been bullied. But he was on a a cycle, and he had a car, and he, he, well, I think he kind of committed suicide, basically, because he had been bullied. But my info was he was gay, and he couldn't accept it, and so he died. But he knew she was friendly. He knew he could talk to her, mm. and he just kind of hung around and attached himself to her in a good way, watched over her mm-hmm. to make sure she would be okay. 
And then when she came to see me, it was like, you know, I think he's ready to go on. We need to let this guy go. And he did. It was time for him to move on. It was time for him to, to go in other places. So, and then this girl looked just like her grandmother that she'd never seen. So her grandmother shows up, and I just kept saying, "This there's a woman here who looks just like your grandmother." She's, you know, and then they and then she said, "Well, that's they used to call me whatever her grandmother's name was because I looked just like her." And I'm going, "Well, she's here because she's protecting you, watching over what you're doing, and you may not ever, you may never have seen them. You know, it, it, it you don't have to have a connection to someone and actually see them." Or be in their presence. Right. Now, you know that. We both know that. Yeah. We're connected mm-hmm. because we're that's part of our soul group. And when someone right. dies and you have that hurt, when Robin Williams died, I'm telling you right now, part of my soul died. But he mm-hmm. was in, he's in my soul group. He's in my soul group. Yeah. <clears throat> Steve Irwin, when Steve Irwin died, mm-hmm. that was part of my soul group. And it was as if the crocodile hunter, I had died with him. I hurt yeah. so bad because that was that was the person that was in my soul group. So they can be anywhere, all over the world. You can have connections to all these people in different places. And so that's why people get upset. Mm-hmm. Well, Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher, those two remarkable mm-hmm. individuals, you know, Carrie could not live without her daughter. She just couldn't do it. And literally she right. died within a day. So yeah. the, the one thing with those two individuals is that I really hope, I hope their stars shine bright for both because yeah. oh, they yeah. certainly paid the price here. Yeah, they did. And you know, you and I, you know this, but uh, when Prince died, that's what it hit for me. And, and I'll say I have mm-hmm. never, ever, I mean, I've experienced a lot of loss in my life. I'm talking like family lost, lost my mother, lost my, you know, my grandfather, who was my yeah. only father figure. My, I've lost a lot of every single family member that I had here on this planet has, has mm-hmm. you know, since passed over. And nothing felt like the loss of Prince, nothing. I've never mm-hmm. felt that much grief. I mean, it was devastating. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, it was interesting because if you talked to anyone and told them that you were grieving someone like that, they thought, well, you don't even know that guy. I mean, like, Seriously, and it wasn't even that I was, you know, Prince never referred to his fans as fans. He called them friends. He never referred yeah. to them as fans because he said that the word fan is fanatic, and that's not how he felt about the people that mm-hmm. loved him. But right. it truly was like, you know, even though I was not a quote-unquote fan, I mean, of course I loved Prince's music, and of course I loved it all the, all the way from the time I was a child, but it wasn't that that connected me to him. It was his life and the way he expressed himself. And so that connection, whenever that was felt like it was gone, it was just devastating. But then you and I talked, and, of course, everything that we talked about, finding out that he was part of my soul family made sense. Now, other people thought that was insane because, and I didn't tell a whole lot of other people, but I did tell one other person who thought it was insane. And the reasoning was because this was Prince, you know. And the thing of it mm-hmm. is that people need to understand is that in spirit there are no celebrities, you know, that's an earth thing. Like in spirit, right. everybody's just people. You know, they're just souls. They're, they come here and they get, they get some level of celebrity, but that's an, that's an earth thing. That, has, that doesn't exactly. 
it doesn't happen like that in spirit. So that's important, mm-hmm. I think, for people to know that their soul family can contain people that they've, A, never actually met, and B, that mm-hmm. have celebrity status. And you're not crazy, you know, when someone tells you, hey, this person's just in your soul family, well, believe it, because they are, period, you know. It's and it's true. true. It really is. It's true. And it goes right back to what we were talking about earlier. The universe does not speak English. It speaks vibration. And you resonate with these people. And one of the reasons is, is that they're out there in the public is to resonate with as many people as possible. Right. in a negative way. So we have to be aware of that too. It could be a negative mm-hmm. situation. So we're looking for individuals that we can resonate with in a positive way so that we can share that positive vibration onto other individuals. And part of our mm-hmm. group, um, that we're trying to learn to do is to raise our vibration so that we can have a better connection with more individuals who are at that higher vibration and not necessarily the lower vibration because the lower vibration really is more of the negative, anger, fearful, jealousy, um, everything that love is not, everything right. that love is not. That would be a, a, a negative vibration. And this is going to be a big challenge for us it's a challenge, but we can do it, and we have support systems that are going to be put into place, not just me, but, you know, all over the world. There are going to be groups mm-hmm. that are going to be coming together that says, if two of us get together, we can make this work, and it's the truth. Mm-hmm. So there, there is something to that, but if you are connected to a celebrity and that celebrity dies and you feel it, then just praise, praise the energy because it's like you felt it, and that's part of your group. That is yeah. part of your group. And let's be be thankful that they were here. Yeah, and, we could and I'll that. even go so far as to say, and I know that you know this too, but I'll even go so far as to say that when they pass, you know, it, uh, people keep saying, oh, we've lost so many people. And, yeah, we, I mean, we have lost a lot of people from this planet, but we've gained a lot of people in spirit. Because mm-hmm. these powerful energies that have passed into spirit have even more, I mean, completely unlimited power now. And they can help mm-hmm. us in ways that they couldn't help us here on earth. I mean, they certainly reached us through their music, through their movies, through their words, through their speeches. But now they can reach us in a way that they couldn't here on earth. And and that's a beautiful thing, too. That's a gift to us, too. And if they are part of your soul family, then definitely praise the energy and then try to connect. Because they're there yeah. for you now. They can help you. They can guide Absolutely. you. Absolutely. That's a beautiful gift. Well, be aware of the dream time. I do have celebrities mm-hmm. come in and visit me in dream time. And I wake up thinking, well, gosh, that was a that was a nice drive by, you know, just kind of a mm-hmm. visit. And how amazing that they would have thought to, to visit me, you know? Like, wow, that was that was really cool. But yeah, we want to we want to be aware of people that are in our soul group. You meet people and you just know them. You just know these people and you don't know why you know them, but you just do. That's part of your soul group. That's another one of those wonderful gifts that we're giving to ourselves. The universe shines down on us and gives us these gifts, and we, we need to be more appreciative of that as well. But let's look at positive raising vibration. We want to... Mm-hmm to make 2017 as positive as we possibly can. And we're starting now. We're starting right now. This year. Yes. Today. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, start mm-hmm. today. 
So, you know, I want to, first of all, I want to say thank you, obviously, to you for, for giving us these readings and all this information. I want, to, I want to reiterate something that you said first, obviously, make the positive start today, but also that, you know, it's really important if you're crying, like if you need to cry, cry. And if you do cry and, and let that release out, like you said, fill that space then with the bright white light of Christ or whatever color it is that brings that powerful sense to you, that brings that loving warmth to you, even if it's a song, fill it with that. Mm-hmm. Certainly we're going to need that. We're going to need mental health days. We're going to need as much self-care as possible as we go forward. So make sure you're doing that. Thank you all listeners for tuning in. And thank you, Elizabeth, again, for being here and doing these wonderful readings for us and giving us all this wisdom. Well, thank you. And Happy New Year to you, by the way. Ah, Happy New Year to you. I hadn't even said Happy New right, Year. Everyone. Oh, my gosh. I am so, I am so behind. Yeah. Yes, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Gee. Yeah. yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. And hopefully uh, you will all tune in again next week. Uh, make sure you do for Valerie Green. And hopefully we will uh, yes. hear from you and you can call in for us then. All right. Listen Thanks to everyone. her. She Be is back here important. Next Wednesday. Yes. See you next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.